Hello everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 683, today recording live on, uh, well, what is it? It's Wednesday the, uh, uh, the 8th of September, that's right, because we're one week before Superbooth, there will be... No show next Wednesday uh, because we'll be in Berlin, all being well, and uh, covering all the stuff from the Berlin show. We're getting quite excited about it. It's a little bit trepidatious. The first big trip since this all lockdown started, but uh, the team's up together. Everything's starting to work. We will be attempting some live streams and uh, doing some special content for you Patreon supporters. Thank you very much. In case you're wondering how to become a Patreon supporter, that, that was a smooth link. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Sonic Tour, Sonic State. Uh, uh, you can see there, there's lots of posts there. Um, uh, we post ad-free stuff of all of our posts that we put on YouTube that don't have, that, that is monetized. Uh, we also post like patches and sound downloads and all kinds of extra stuff uh, just in case you're interested there. So I want to say thank you uh, to you supporters. Uh, there's a little bit, we do an end screen at the end where everybody gets to see how it all was. Uh, their names in lights, as it were. Um, that's if you're with the bigger patrons. Uh, also, if you were interested in... Um, Listening to this as an audio podcast, uh, we're everywhere. Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Alexa, iTunes, all of those places where you find your podcast. And we're streaming this, obviously, live to YouTube. We're streaming live to Facebook. And we stream to Twitch. But uh, that's it. Thank you very much. So, anyway, let's... Um, is there anything else I need to say? Yes, I think there is. I think that's probably it. Now I've done all my plugging. So, let's say hello to some guests. We're going to start with Mr. Ty Unwin, because we haven't seen him for such a long time. How are you, Ty? Are you well? I know it's been good for you, hasn't it? I've been, I've been, uh, I've not be been bereft. around. That's good for anybody. So, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, not bad. Are you in? Are you back in? You're back in the studio now. You've sort this of. Is, uh, is it all yeah, done? This is, yeah. So, so it, oh, it's not all done. You know, no, I'm just going to lie. I'm just going to lie. Yeah, it's all done. It's all working great, and it's all just you know, it's perfect. No, it's not. Um, so this one, but this one's a lot more further forward than the other, the other ones. But the the, the buildings. Oh God! So the, yeah, the last time I was on, that wasn't up. So the the third one's now built and ready to go. Um, but it's just finding time to actually, you know, it's like so. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. No, but everything's good. Yeah, everything's good. Thank you. I'm glad to hear it. Of course, Ty, very busy media composer and uh, what's with uh, Mid Yours, an orchestrator, arranger, producer, I believe, uh, really, these days as well. Still doing well, those just, projects? Yeah, writing more than anything else. We're starting on, uh, so we're doing an orchestrated two album, which is all the things you said, but then we're also writing and producing his next album together, So, uh, which is all original stuff. So two albums on the go at the same time with him. And yeah, and uh, and all the other yeah. stuff you do, and all the other stuff. So ah, simple. You know, keeps me off the streets. Plenty to do. Yeah. Anyway, lovely to have you, Ty. I'm sure we'll be speaking again in a moment. I'm just going to introduce our friend, Mr. Dominic Hawkin, uh, aka Mr. Wiggly, uh, Mr. Wiggly.co.uk, maker of the fine incinerator plugin, as as well as many other things and other stuff in development. How are you? How are you, Don? You well? Very well. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, very well indeed. Thank you. Nothing much has changed since last week. No. <laughs> Although I heartily recommend um, you uh, sign up for Patreon because had you watched the Patreon stream before, you would have heard 
heard my Megan Fox smelling Michael Bay's chicken story, which is completely true. But you're going to have to pay for that one if you want to join up, uh, join up the Sonic State Patreon. But no, other than that, working hard on um, on plugin version two, uh, which is the, the next plugin, which is really is imminent. I reckon a couple of weeks before beta testing, so that's exciting, and that will coincide with a new version of Incinerator. Uh, which isn't vastly different to the old one. It's just a basic upgrade with a few little tweaks, nothing, nothing major, because that one seems to work well. So yeah, really good, uh, really good week so far. Thank you. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Well, like I say, we're all getting ready for a super booth. In fact, I said I would play this uh, uh, for Andreas. Andreas is going to be on, and Mr. Schneider, Herr Schneider, who is the big cheese behind the super booth, he's going to be on Gaz's show later on today as a special guest. So if you want to find out all more about super booth, but in the meantime, I'll play Hello this video. Hello, and the Fitz Berlin. Because it's next in week. The middle of preparing everything, and I just see the full program. What is uh, starting on Wednesday, September fifteenth already. This is in three weeks from now and uh, there's Jamaika, Suk Schneider, TM and TB Arthur with the guitar performance. Kit Moon, Jan Thiersen coming from France with his caravan because flying is out of fashion and uh, Arctic is playing in the evening on the Tresor stage over there in the middle of the forest uh, with wonderful weather. On Thursday there's Kabuki, Martin Foes, Tiki Man and Rado with wonderful dub stuff. Hacke de Picciotto over here. Mr. Hacke who used to play with the Neubauten together with his wife de Picciotto who founded the Love Raid together with Dr. Motte and Carlotta playing uh, at night. It, there's just so much of this stuff. I wanted to say, uh, basically, there's tickets available. You, you, if you're thinking of going at the last minute because you're not sure about travel plans, you must buy your tickets in advance. It's absolutely uh, essential that you buy in advance. There's no on-the-door stuff. But uh, if you're going to go, I th there's going to be so much stuff. There's also going to be a live stream. We're going to do some live streaming from there, hopefully with our my little setup rig. So, Superbooth next week, live from um, Sonic State. Well, not live. Can, you, I, you know. can, I, can I just say, they really do take social distancing quite... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a long way there, don't they? I mean... You know, it's not it's not two meters over there. I'm sure that was done with the zoom. Maybe it's two miles. It was. I mean, how far away was the camera? I'm sorry. <laughs> you get your own station. Exactly. That was brilliant. Yeah, great. Okay. Oh, anyway, just thought I just thought I had to comment. You're welcome. I'm just trying in. I'm well. I think what I'm trying to do. I, I think it's supposed to. I, I, my links thing should have possibly gone to everybody. But I don't know if it has or not. Have I switched everything on? I can't even. No, yeah, it's just you, I think. Oh, uh, well, let me see. What have I done? Have I sent it? Links. Oh, well, that's supposed to go to YouTube oh. as well, but it doesn't seem to be as well. That's, that's a shame. I'll paste it in. Uh, I'll paste it in here anyway. So uh, I'm just going to paste the uh, the link to our show news here and superproof.com if you want to find any other business. Uh, is that showing up? That's quite annoying. Oh, well, never mind. I'll figure out how. I thought I'd do something clever. So, yeah, Super Booth next week. Um, and, you know, head over. I mean, I guess you guys aren't going. I know you're not. I mean, there's it's going to be an interesting mix of things. So we'll just have to see how it all uh, works out. But uh, I wanted to play that as an extra plug. But if you want to see more about the insides of it, uh, head over to Gaz's uh, channel, Gaz Williams Show on YouTube tonight, 8 p.m. Um, Mr. Herr Schneider will be on there as well. And he is always good value. Right. Anyway, let's get on to some news news. Right, um, here's, um, here we go. Lumi, now I'm posting this because this is the Roly Lumi, which was their last product. And build musical skills. And that's not all. 
Mooney Keys is off. But in mo- fact, the news is unfortunately that uh, Rowley have gone into administration, which is not maybe uh, the biggest surprise to a lot of people. But nonetheless, it's still a pain. A pain. Uh, what they've done is they've gone into administration. They, I, I say, they swerved bankruptcy. They've done that thing that a lot of uh, large corporate entities do, which is kind of get the administrators in, do something else, and launch another company, raise some funding. And they're they're going to be focusing on. Uh, they're starting a new company called Luminary, which is going to be subscription based and based around sort of teaching kids how to play, which kind of ties in, or teaching beginners how to play, which sort of ties in with this hardware. So I think there's going to be some hardware. But I guess this isn't really a big surprise. I mean, they, they troll, I think they, they, they racked up about 100 million in uh, investment, which is a really impressive by 2019. And then it became clear that they weren't selling enough of their innovative product because they did some great stuff. But it's, it's sad, but it's also a bit of a drag because it means maybe people will shy away from investing into creative projects. Now, I think I'll start with Ty. Ty, have you got a Seaboard? I'm trying to remember if you did, because I know a bunch of people I've got, have. I've got, I've got an you original. Got I've, got, I've got a Grand Studio from the first lot, and then I've got a Rise, uh, and that was it for me. That's when, you know, I mean, it's no surprise, you know, to say, to say it's no surprise is putting it mildly, because um, I've, never seen a, I've never seen a company lose direction and flounder more than more than this it's it's really sad to see because when they first appeared um it looked like it was you know it was great it was it was obvious everyone knew about the amount of investment that they had been made and great product i mean reliability not great i mean my seaboard i think i'm on my second the grand i'm on my second one i think the rise i might be on my second one i can't remember um and i know so many people that have rises that have issues but the moment that they bought out the blocks and then this whatever the latest laughable thing they bought out i mean it's just you know they they just completely lost it um and so it's no surprise it's sad from my point of view because obviously it means in terms of repair i mean all the website says well it said that the support and you know they're going to still repair and whatever but yeah we've heard all this before by so many companies if push came to shove i don't think you know I, i mean look i'll be brutal i'm essentially writing my uh my my grand and my rise off the moment something goes wrong with them i think that's going to be it i think they just uh, they just go under which especially with the um the studio grand is a shame because it's amazing i mean it's um because that's the one that's got the audio engine built into it and yeah. um and also you know i'll i mean i will stand up and you know they made all these claims about the rise about how the they'd improved the um the uh, surface and all this kind of thing absolute codswallop the original was absolutely the best all they did was make it cheaper and try to convince people that because they fitted an extra dimension into it that it made it better yes the it it, it lacks that dimension on the original but in terms of a playing surface it's so much nicer than the rises but again i just wish they'd been honest and said we're making this because it's cheaper rather than you're improving it because it's absolute codswallop um so I feel I'll be honest with you. I feel quite angry because they've they've never been a great company in terms of support anyway. And I think it's also from everything I've read and heard. And again, this is all hearsay and you know what I've read. So you never know. I kind of get the impression this isn't the company from um, from the bottom up. I think they're a great company with lots of great people working for them. I think this is very much the problem is very much at the very head. And when I say the head, I mean the very head um, of it. And I think lots of bad decisions were made and um and i think to be fair i think they as long as he's in charge i kind of get the impression that 
those bad decisions will carry on being made. And so whatever this new company is, I absolutely won't have anything to do with them at all because... Well, I think it's fair enough. I think it is a shame, isn't it, um, uh, Dom? Because I mean, they what they did, what they did for the kind of the case for MPE, and you know, the 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 Seaboard block, which is what I've got, is great. I mean, I thought that was the real sweet spot for me because I can't play multiple notes on it anyway. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a shame, and it's obviously sad news for the employees. Although they're supposed to be going to the new place, I just can't see how they're going to keep. I can't see how they're going to keep seventy of them. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I, I agree. I think it's really bad, um, and I think it's bad because this is a great idea. It's one of those companies that came up with a great idea in what is actually a reasonably sexy industry because it touches the music industry, um, which is a touch point to be able to raise investment that then forgets what they're making and what it's worth. You know, I looked at the numbers. Um, I couldn't see where they raised a hundred mil from, but they raised twelve. With 13 million dollars in 2014 as their startup so let's just imagine we set up a company to make this new keyboard mpe right so you know we should be around about the size of let's say of, um what's that really cute cool little uh little keyboard with a tape machine in it and all the rest of it the um we're at that kind of level right you know three of us to raise that amount of money is pretty crazy anyway because all we've got to do is make the first one and then in 2016 they raised 27 million first round funding so that values the company at 50 million pounds in 2017 they um spent 23 million dollars and, and they released one product so so i mean 23 million dollars that's a hundred grand every day monday to friday for the entire year imagine one of us wakes up and goes right we're going to spunk 100 grand today what should we do? Oh, I've got to do the same tomorrow. And you've really got to go some. I mean, they put Pharrell in as the CEO of the company or the C, the chief entertainment industry officer or whatever. And it's just like they got carried away with running companies rather than making products. And you do see it happen occasionally. And it's VC money, you know, so it's not private investors' money. So some people would say, oh, poor VCs and all the rest of it. It's all gone. Their pre tax uh, loss this year was. Uh, 20 was it 13 or 20 something i, I can't yeah remember. it was uh, 13 13 million 13 million pre-tax so they haven't even paid tax on that so the government loses out entirely on their tax bill and probably has for the last few years um and you've really got to go some to lose that amount of money making a keyboard let's just remember they're making <laughs> well, a true. little keyboard yeah. basically you know. they've and so what they've done, they, they, yeah they, they bought companies they bought juice thank goodness they sold juice which is the, the the software that people use that i use to make incinerator the platform powers loads and loads of plugins cool gadget everything they sold it last year otherwise that would be down the swanee um, it's just crazy. And, and this happens. I'm, I'm seeing similar things, hopefully that won't end like this, like Blackstone that are running around buying up publishing companies for multi-million pounds, you know, buying up post. You know, to me, they're paying too much for the product and therefore they won't make the money back. But it's very, very cool to raise that money in the city because it's songs, you know, well, we can go and buy David Bowie's estate and all that kind of stuff. Um, and arcade uh, output, is it? Or ar- arcade? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Arcade or output is the product or the company. And and output. I mean, they've raised 
output rate 45 million. Great product. I'm not sure it's worth $45 million in investment, but good luck to them. If they spend it right, it's great. I mean, Google at one stage was making more money from the investment they, they had raised, invested in the bank than they were from product. You can do these things right. This guy just seems to have been running around spending money on offices and Pharrell and having, you have a lot of fun spending a hundred grand a day for a year. You know, it's, it's great <laughs> when it's not your money. But all I would say was, when you or I or people in this industry then go to raise money from VC, they look at the past performance of these guys and they set what they want in return and the amount that they're going to lend you based on that. And there aren't that many VC raising companies in this sphere. And when one of the biggest just turns around to have basically just just messed them around and stolen their money, sorry, not allegedly taken their money and not spent it correctly, um, you're not going to get a decent deal. You're going to have to give up more for it or you're not going to get the money that's raised because they can only go on past performance. And this is a really, really bad, leaves a bad taste in the mouth. And then lastly, package liquidation, right, is fold the company, set up a new one, start again tomorrow and write off all those debts. You can't get touched. That's the, the limited yeah, bit disgusting. of having a limited it's company. You, 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 you're, you have a limited liability. Um, you know, so it's good to keep the people employed, but you really don't have that much recompense. As long as you can be of seen to have been running the company correctly, which I would say in this case may be harder to prove, then you can literally just fold and start again, literally with the same product if you want the next day. And it's gives a bad does anyone, taste in your mouth. Does anyone know what's happening with F expansion? Because obviously they're owned by them and they they've got some really great no. software i they you know does anyone know does anyone i mean no, the liquidator that's appointed would be trying to sell it so so when you appoint liquidation their idea is to either sell the company and carry it on or uh, raise as much money from the shuttle and what's left to to pay the debtors um, okay and the last debtors that they raised no, hold they raise on uh, the eight, uh, according to the wikipedia uh in april 2020 roley sold f expansion ah uh, it's just sold oh. bfd to in music brand so it hasn't sold uh, oh, okay. The whole just lot, just sold one of okay. the properties. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So not the whole thing. Okay. But yeah, Don's uh, right. I, the... I mean, the whole thing leaves an incredibly bad taste in the mouth, especially for people that have, you know, kind of spent good money with it. And um, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. And it's a real keep... shame. <laughs> it was just a keyboard. I mean, we could have made yeah. a keyboard. Okay. Yeah, give us five. You know, I'm liking your idea. Yeah. I, I'm liking your pitch, Dom. Uh, <laughs> so when are we, are we enough three of going into it? Yeah. <laughs> baldy, baldy, and baldy. Baldy, baldy, and baldy. We could just be called the three, e three eggs, I think, yeah. would be. Yeah. Is the brand. <laughs> How about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I could be one of the. I'll, I'll just come up with the ideas like that. And you, yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're Don could do the pitch. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I can I get Frel away the hundred grand every day? I'll do that bit. Yeah. Frell doesn't have much hair, does he? We could get him in there. That yeah, good. that's true. <laughs> Four no, no, no. Only yeah, no, no, no. We could be called the if we get if we get if we get enough, we could be called the bald half dozen. How about that? That'd be yeah. good. <laughs> yes. All I'm thinking is profit margins at this point, and I'm not liking exactly. that idea. I'm not no, liking too many. Too many people. Stick at the three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk after the show over that but th but thank you very much i think that would probably work out pretty well uh well i mean maybe this is a good time to actually introduce a company who, ha who has actually done completely the opposite which is a uh, modal have really kind of picked up and started to make more and you know really kind of so you can find a little bit more about the modal cobalt 8 which is uh 
great virtual 8 voice extended virtual analog synth, innovative oscillator with I think it's close to 40 algorithms now, morphable 4, ladder, four pole ladder filter, 29 endless encoders and real time control, internal sequencer and arpeggiator, MPS, MPE support for expression, again very useful, modal app for Mac, Windows, iOS and Android, VST3 and AU. If you want to find out more head over to bit.ly slash get underscore modal and we thank them for their support but yeah there's it can be done right and can be done sensibly it's just you know swanky offices and uh, lots and lots of employees is probably not the way to go but like you say dom a lot of fun i'd imagine doing that wow what fun. fun yeah i i that, that would be fun we um, we, we dallied with this whole sort of floating sonic back in the uh in the dot com the first dot com boom and, you know, we started to tell people, you know, we had people pitching and it was starting to get serious. But it was just, I just the thought of being subsumed by that whole thing and spat out mm-hmm. when they'd sort of assets stripped and tried to make as much money from a sort of fake mm. <laughs> public limit. So I'm glad I didn't do it, although I would have probably been wealthy. I might have been uh, unhappy. It's strange. It's, uh, I've been on the verges and, and involved with that kind of stuff a lot because we, we sold my last company to, to FTSE 100 firm so i've been in those board meetings where you're talking about silly amounts of money like that and i've seen the other side i've seen people raise that money and die and i've seen people raise the money and, and taking it and done good i mean the point is i think I, I do it does raise a red flag when i see people with a sexy product or a sexy industry raising money from people outside of that industry because it's touching all the right buttons you know um and if Rolly had taken that money and bought a couple of other companies and they'd done well, it, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation here. But it does seem to be that perhaps people who aren't used to that level of revenue begin to believe their own hype. I think that's it. You know, if, you're, if your idea is suddenly valued at 50 million because you've raised 50 million pounds on the front of it, it must be quite easy to believe that you could make lots more money back off it and you forget that it's, it's a keyboard that's going to retail for 299 or whatever it is. And that's an awful lot of keyboards you need to sell to get that anything remotely like that back so uh, we shouldn't dwell on it but it's it it really is it's a, it's a bad taste and it's bad for the industry when things like this go wrong at such a large scale um yeah so, yeah there you go yeah I want to say thank you to, uh, if I get this right, Super No, it's this oh. one. All my technologies. Thank you very much, uh, Peter, James Stevenson. Uh, but we can't show the stickers, but it's a pair character bowing down saying thank you. So thank you. Uh, oh, is right. that what that, that message is? Okay, I see it. That yeah, I, I, I haven't. It's, uh, data sources in, in this program are a little bit of a thing. <laughs> anyway, I'll get there in the end, but uh, it's the talk that matters. Um, so let's have a look at, ah, um, oh, yeah, well, this is just tease. This is kind of super boot pre-Superbooth tease world, so that's not it, it's this one. Gosh, that's very dark. You can't see much, can you? It, it looks clearer when I'm playing. Oh, there we go. On Monday, the new Dreadbox, uh, rumoured to be a uh, polyphonic analogue. Now, lots of people are saying they reckon it's going to be like uh, a six-voice abyss. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I, and I don't know. I'm more, I'm leaning more towards the concept that it might actually be more of a six-voice Typhon, which would be a really interesting proposition. I think. I don't know. I mean, uh, Dom, have you, uh, have, have we talked you in? To getting hold of any dreadbox stuff because you haven't got I'm any in not, your life. You absolutely, you are. I need some. I'm, you, I'm you've such got a fan. You've got to try it. I've, yeah, I've uh, virtually all my kind of close 
Facebook style synth friends are always on about it. And yeah, really, really, I love it. Every time I've heard one, I'm a massive fan. This, this is the ultimate tease. It's it's some opera singers and a date. So it's really kind of, I think even the idea that it's six voice seems to be just a rumor so far. But it, it's got me excited that this, this has to be the, the one that pushes me over the edge. It's, it's that easy really at this stage in the game, to be honest. Well, we're uh, again, we're going to be heading straight there. Uh, for one of our first appointments is with Dreadbox. So uh, we'll find out and get the skinny on that. But there, oh, there is, of course, KnobCon this weekend. Uh, for those of you, that oh, know, yes. we know there's going to be some announcement stuff there. But for many people, this will be the first chance that we get to have a hands on any of this thing. I know you're a, you're a Dreadbox fan, aren't you, Ty? I'm, I'm still thinking of Opera Singer and a date and I'm anyone's. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that, to be fair. That's a sentiment. I'm, I'm all in. But uh, no, Dreadbox. Love Dreadbox. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got a... Well, I've got an Abyss. I've got an Abyss. And I've got a Mermux. Do you remember they did that limited edition, the Mermux V2? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like carpet. It's covered in carpet. That's the one. And... Yeah. Uh, tweed. Yeah. Um, and I've got an Erebus and... Uh, I've, also, I've got well, I've got Medusa, which is kind of oh, and I've got a Typhon. So yeah, quite a lot of Dreadbox stuff. But the the Abyss is is uh, is um, oh, beautiful. I mean, it's um, one of the most underrated. It's so simple, but it's so clever at the same time. It's um, it's a lovely sound. And this this is the thing about all the Dreadbox stuff. Forget everything about them. They just sound uh, amazing. You know, they just sound fantastic. And um, I mean, I hope this is a six voice poly version. I don't think it'll be like the Abyss because I think uh, the Abyss is para, play. isn't the Abyss para? If I might, am I? No, am I? it's polyphonic. No, no, it's polyphonic. Okay, um, but it's uh, it, it's it's quite a unique instrument. I don't I don't think. I mean, if they did, I'd happily have a six voice version rather than the four voice version. But there are some quite unique things about it that I don't think are for the mass public are good selling points if that makes sense i think they will have learned from the abyss in terms of you know kind of the mass the masses and um honed it down into a, a slightly more conventional six voice if it is going to be a if it is going to be a polyphonic synth i don't know i honestly don't know but whatever it is i think we can kind of say for certain it's going to sound great because all of their stuff sounds great so. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's just no. with without. I think that's where they start. They start from the do, do the oscillators sound great, and then they've got that great filter design, which is completely uh, yeah. And then and then everything else goes on top of that. And it's yeah. There's yeah. There's there's something about the way that they do things and the way that they sound. In fact, many the, in many ways that you know it. It started for I me mean, with the Erebus, like say Mark II. It's just you hear that oscillator completely Reiki. I mean, I always, I always say about them. It's their, them and Analog Solutions are the two companies who their their stuff is the nearest thing in terms of a sound to that raw kind of mid to late seventies kind of synth sound. You know, when when synths had that real that a real rawness about them that kind of got um, smoothed over a bit in the eighties. But yeah, kind of Dreadbox and Analog Solutions are the two companies that have that still have that kind of very um, traditional 70s sound um, yeah. just on the basic oscillators and filter and um, yeah absolutely. I can't wait I really can't wait yeah it's going to be good time. I mean, I mean I think obviously the thing that's fit, the challenging thing for any manufacturer at the moment is just finding components because there's such mm -hmm. a shortage for a variety of reasons I and mean, we've talked about this before but I mean 
partly to do with just the general the lack of uh, transportation you know infrastructure because a lot of uh, the uh, the containers are, are being used for moving medical supplies and PPE around, as they quite rightly should. There's just a huge shortage, and shipping these things is becoming more and more expensive. And also, the, the capacity of many of the factories have reduced, and there's been a fire. There was a fire a couple of years ago at the AKM, which is still having ram ramifications. This is for the A to Ds and D to As, and there's just shortages of chips all over the place. And you know, this is the challenge with any of these little guys. You know, I mean, I suppose in some ways, if you're, if you, I say little, I mean, Dreadbox are doing pretty good, but if you're, if you're a small-scale manufacturer, then you're not buying in large amounts, so you're not saving as much, but also you don't have to find as many components, so maybe it'll be a bit easier to, to kind of get through, but it's just, it's desperately sad at the moment. It's, uh, I'm hoping that it's all going to be, all going to be fine. That's what we hope. Um, yeah, oh yeah, here's another one. There's a, a bit, oh no, let me see, did I do this one right? I think I've just... Yeah, here we go. New Korg Wave State version 2 OS, which opens up a bunch of things. We get an editor for starters, which is big. I think that's a big plus. We're also getting um, user samples, up to, and, and not just user samples, but up to four gigabytes you can load in. I mean, crikey, that's a, that's a bit. Oh, hello. Yeah, no, it doesn't do user samples. Oh, yes, it does. Four gigs. You can have those. It's, uh, it's quite impressive, really. So let me see, I'm just going to do that, can't I? There we go, there's me lower third going over. Yeah, so big news. I don't know how anybody, has anybody got the wave state? I don't know. Um, Dom, did you go for any of those new Korg, the new format, which is that Raspberry Pi inside, as we can, uh, as we can attest? I, I, I took did, mine but apart. I know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably for the display, though, right? I, I don't know. Any, or Maybe. At least the control stuff. Um, no, I don't. I'm going to get one. And I know a man who does, which is a chap that I chatted to recently called Mark Barnes, who makes sound libraries, Mark Barnes Sounds. And he's just done a whole load of patches for this. And he's had one for the last couple of months, I think. So he's on the sly, he was playing me some demos and stuff. I mean, it sounds brilliant. It sounds really, really good. Um, and it, to me, turns it into another another machine. The fact that you can upload your own stuff is, is kind of limitless, right? I mean, I, I, I call her on fire anyway, but it's almost like they could have released this as, an, as a new synth, let alone an update, which I think is for free, isn't it, for, for, the, for the company? Yeah, I think so. So it definitely takes it to another level. I'm afraid I don't have one to actually first hand, so I've only just heard demos via um, Zoom calls and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, no, I can, I can understand. That. I mean, I, I, I did like it. It was quite derivative. I seem to remember at the time when I reviewed it. It was like, yeah, this is really impressive, but it was incredibly complicated. And I suppose the mm. thing is, is the editor will hopefully make because some of the wave sequencing is just really hard to, to, yeah. con, to just conceptualise on that. I mean, you can do it all, but it's not a great deal of fun. I, don't, I mean, Ty, I think you've got an original wave station, haven't you? So you know, you're kind of you're spoiled a little bit, but I don't know if you've got that. Yeah, I have. I got a wave state as well. But um, so yeah, so I'm a big, big wave station fan from back in the day. And um, yeah, I mean, the wave state in its previous, you know, version one was great. Um, but obviously, the wave the wave sequencing is like a whole new level again on top of the wave on the wave station with a smaller screen. And exactly as you say, if you thought if you thought that editing on a wave station was difficult. Try editing a wave state <laughs> on its screen. It's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but the whole user sampling thing, I mean, that's just 
exactly as Dom said, that just takes into a whole new realm. And as you said, four gig as well. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous. It is. No, ridiculous, I don't know where they. Fa- I, I don't know where they found that because there's there's uh, coincidentally there's four gigs of user sample in there. So I'm wondering whether there's like a fixed bit of ROM that loads into the four gig of memory when you boot. Um, so that if you put your own stuff in, uh, you know, I don't know how persistent it is. You can't do velocity layers or anything no. like that, but you can multi-sample. It's just one layer of yep. multi-sample. So there's quite yep. a lot of stuff you could do. But again, you're going to have to spend a bit of time. I, d- I think actually from what I was reading, it's not too slow a transfer because that's another thing that would be... Uh, I mean, yeah, I haven't I haven't updated did mine yet. I mean, one of the other things that everyone seems to be skipping over is actually the... the um, the the fact that now they've sorted out the um uh sync basically bearing in mind that you know a lot of the wave station stuff the wave state stuff is all about um uh you know kind of rhythmic stuff and actually sequencing the, there was a problem with the um syncing to other oh, stuff really? it didn't, didn't see yeah it didn't, didn't see, it basically that. started oh. it started to drift it basically drifted. oh that's no yeah good. and they've sorted that out and i know that sounds like a nothing thing but bearing in mind the whole point yeah, of the reason this thing is based on on you know that is quite an important thing so that's a big one but yeah the user sampling i mean and it's also the way they almost just kind of threw it in it's almost just like a oh yeah we'll we'll yeah go on go on we'll give you we'll let you use sample well, it as it, well it is it is know. a big update obviously i know um dom whether you've did, did, have i come to you already i'm, I'm losing my memory yeah, yeah, too many no, things no, on the go. I was, yeah dom said he had one dom change it so you've got one yeah dom's got two dom's got two yeah he loves it yeah what's the matter with me i'm losing my i tell you the what the i like the what the form factor i'm more interested in is i i would i i and i nearly did i i'm i'm more sort of fascinated by the op six the core op six is the nice nice the op six is the thing that i really liked i must admit i i found myself really lost in that thing and that's, now, do you know, that's the one i really enjoyed have you do got you that know what? no i i haven't because i have to say and personally i don't like the form I, i'm not that keen on the form factor but um but i kind of had to have it because of the whole wave station thing but then i went and looked at an op six and i spent a long i mean fair enough i only went i went to a shop where i got my stuff and i spent a whole uh, afternoon on one just didn't i don't know what did it was not, it just did didn't do it, do it. didn't do it for me and i really wanted to like it but it's yeah i i did just didn't do it for me i don't know why it's one of those things but yeah i walked i walked out without buying it and i kind of went in with every intention of getting one and um didn't and that's mm. quite an unusual event to happen because of my <laughs> I, yeah, ways, I wonder if it was because I, 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 one thing i wasn't sure about was how good quality the d2as were on it and whether that made because fm is notoriously yeah, big. it's very fussy maybe, when it comes maybe, to these. Yeah. Maybe, you know, and not only big, but lots of really fast and, you know, difficult to deal with tra- uh, transients. And maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm speculating. Yeah. I couldn't say. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what to, I, I wish, you know, normally, I think the unusual thing is normally, you know, if I play a synth and it, I don't take to it, I can normally figure out why I don't take to it. You know, there's uh, I could give you a list of reasons why I don't like it or why I like it. And I, with that one, it was a very strange one because if you'd actually said to me, okay, what is it you don't like about it? I don't re I couldn't really you give you... put your finger on it. I couldn't put my finger on it. I just didn't, I didn't click with it. Mm, so, I found it really was good for more sort of, it was great for sort of pads and organic evolution rather than that sort of snappy FM, kind yeah. of classic FM sounds. Maybe, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
Um, with the, um, I was just going to say, with the wave state, what it sounds like they've done is they've they've opened up their developer tools again, which is which is just marvelous. The same way that they've opened up their oscillators and stuff, because I'm guessing they had the editor that they used to create the synth in the first place, and they've polished it up and they've made it ready for kind of real time prime time use. Maybe, and yeah. probably there was always four gigs available in RAM or or kind of static RAM in there, and they just opened that up too, you know. So because they, they haven't changed any of the hardware. So, and I think it's really good. They're, they're trusting their users a little bit more to just, just kind of going, okay, we're going to make our tools available to you. And it breathes life into something that's already a really good product. So that's, that's it's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, what else have we got? That's the uh, WaveState update. That's a big one. Uh, hmm, where could we go? I'm sure. I'm curious to this one. Where where to go next? Because there's a few. I'll tell you what. I'll do the. Uh, I'll do our friends from Isotope first. Isotope like, producers like, mull it is over. a one of a kind membership for producers ready to take their tracks to the next level. Once you join, you'll gain access to powerhouse Isotope plugins and a curated selection of tools from our partners, such as Melodyne from Celimony. Plus, as long as you're a member, you'll get every future update to the Isotope plugins in your membership for no extra cost. We'll also regularly serve you new curated content like exclusive inspiration-sparking sample packs and preset packs and industry-leading training ranging from our own tutorials to vocal production lessons from the world-renowned Berkeley Online, taught by Grammy-winning producer and engineer, Prince Charles Alexander. With new content being added every month full of valuable production techniques, tips and tricks, and solutions to common production problems, becoming a member is an investment in your career that grows as you and your career do. For more information on Isotope Producers Club, head to isotope.com. Uh, we thank for the support of uh, Sonic Talk. And also, if you head over to isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk, uh, you can get, they've given away a free month, so you could sign up and then cancel if it didn't suit you, but you get a month for now. So uh, well worth checking out. So uh, welcome, Sonic Talk listeners, and we thank them again for their support of the show. Um, so let's see. Oh, gosh, I don't know where to go next. There's so many. Do, do, should we go silly or should we go kind of a bit more uh, um, straightforward? Uh, I'm just trying to think, what's that? Uh, some, I, I'm, I'm quite like the... Uh, uh, let's go here. Why oh, not? for God's sake. All right, let's not go. All right. No, you're not doing that. That's, that was the Lego Stratocaster, which seems like a very like the Lego Stratocaster. Okay. Well, oh, go, for, go on, go on. I'm going go back on. Go on. So if you ever felt you couldn't afford a real Stratocaster or even perhaps uh, a cheap remake, then you could spend almost as much on a non-playable Lego model of it. Um, which doesn't make any sound and comes with a thousand pieces, so might actually test your patience a little bit. But there it is. It's an interesting idea. It's the sort of latest branding kind of co-brand between Lego and uh, Fender. And I put this in because it was a bit of a silly one, really. And uh, I, I'm guessing I'll come to you, Ty. Because I mean, you, <laughs> do, do you? Am I right in thinking you play guitar or have played guitar? You used no, to play guitar. I, I use. I, I have guitars, and I think I've said before. I, I got I got my grade eight classical guitar when I was a teenager, and then never played it again. I, I only got it to kind of. I needed a second instrument to get into music college, so that's why I learned it. 
and then the moment I got in and didn't have to play it, I just stopped, stopped. and I really played it. But I do have guitars, though. So, I mean, occasionally on tracks, I, w- I can put together a guitar track, but am I a guitarist? Nah, no, no, no. But that that isn't the point here. I could be, you know, <laughs> it's nothing whether I play guitar or don't play guitar. It's I've, I've got a 10-year-old daughter who loves Lego, and I spend a lot of time doing Lego. But for God's sake, I mean... Quid. 90 quid go to your local music store and buy a cheap fender copy for 90 quid i've done it i've bought her an electric guitar that was pink for god's sake and um and that is an don't don't come on have you seen how big it is yeah it's It's, very small that's really funny the marketing speak in it is the guy who came up with it was he 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 did it but i'm trying to remember the name of the guy it was uh uh his name is let me see if i can find him uh the guy was called uh um thomas uh thomas get a life thomas Thomas who who apparently um turned his teenage dream of owning a Fender Stratocaster into a Lego creation. And it's like, well, oh, go I mean, on. really? Yeah. <laughs> the, a man God. with a full-time job can't afford any form of guitar oh, that looks like a Stratocaster. He's still living yeah. with his mother. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think what they should have done, what they should do is, if they want to brand it, they should make Lego pedals. Because then you can put, you know, cases. So you can put your, actually make a sound. I don't know, Dom, it does seem a bit ludicrous. It is clutching, clutching I think it's, it's a little hard. It's a little harsh. We don't, kick we don't, we don't, we don't want to. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely oh, bloke. And, oh, dear. Uh, to be honest, I've just changed my mind in the, in, in the last two minutes. I mean, 90 quid, you should go and buy a real one, shouldn't you? It's, exactly. When you compare it to the cost Absolutely. of a real one, yeah. that's outrageous. And, and yeah. my own... It would certainly be as well made for 90 daughter. quid, wouldn't it? Well, exactly. She, she's, I had a, I can't play guitar either, but I've got a Fender Strat copy from years and years ago that I've had, which is now down in her bedroom on a stand that she plays. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what I was going to say was I, I quite like some of the stuff that they're doing. And I don't know if it's the company I keep, but again, a lot of my friends that pop up on Facebook have been, adults have been making Lego during lockdown and making kind of back cars and crazy stuff so it's obviously appealing to more than the the children's demographic which i guess this is this is what this is aimed to so i think there's a whole whole larger market going going out for kind of classic models but yeah 90 quid is outrageous for, for a bunch of plastic I, isn't it go on i it's uh, i think it do you know i don't even and joke joking aside I, and i do actually mean it, i do spend a lot of time making lego and i've bought lots of big sets of different things and including you know kind of cars and harry potter stuff and star wars stuff and i've got friends whose their kids are really into this and i I understand everything but i just honestly get the feeling that somewhere at lego they literally just sat in the meeting going oh what else can we do there must be something else we can make and I just, mm. I can understand why if you've got a Star Wars model or, or you know, a Harry Potter, if that's your thing, and it's sat there, I can understand the appeal of it. But I just can't understand the appeal of a, a I, little... I, I, wonder, I don't get I, it. I wonder who pitched to who for this idea, where the Fender went to Lego, because, you know, you get big brands like Harry Potter, they go to, and they do franchise deals, and it makes loads of sense. Do you think Fender went, do you think we could, you know, and they went, yeah, all right, we'll give it a go. We'll, we'll it, do it you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The 
the, the only thing that matters is at some point someone said, said yes. yes, that's a good idea. That's the only thing Thomas. that matters. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas get a light. <laughs> can that's I just harsh. say <laughs> what this reminded me? And I think I can show it on screen is what is worth looking at is a guitar made of a shovel. Yeah. If you go and look on YouTube, there is a guy who makes these shovel guitars and you can play them even if you can't play guitar because there's three strings. You tune them all to a chord. Can you dig it? And you play them with a with a bottleneck kind of thing. And so wherever you put your finger and your strummer, it kind of sounds good and bluegrassy. So if anyone's into building a guitar from a shovel, just search on YouTube. There's a guy that does one and they're not that hard. That's a good idea. I was, a bit dubi- I was a bit dubious. I'm sure I saw. I was looking for it earlier because on the Lego site there's an adults section, but it's adults welcome section, and I was wondering what other stuff they might make just for adults out of Lego. But I didn't want to speculate too much. It just looks like you know, obviously um, this can't be for adults because look, there's got too many really, really, really tiny little bits in it. I mean, you know, it needs to be Duplo rather than Lego, certainly for Maya. But I used to use Lego as a kid. I love I, the fact. I that, loved I love it. The fact- <laughs> I love the fact you're playing, but small kids. Yeah, they can play with really little, little teeny weeny bits. So, do you know what? I'm sure they're going to choke on them, but it's okay. Well, it's the other I way think, around. No, it's not. I think you have to be of a certain age. I can't imagine your two-year-old would be playing with uh, tiny Lego. But Ooh. I used to make weapons out of Lego. I remember making a really good crossbow. Um, out of all the long bits and and, uh, and and train tracks. So I had the crossbow would fire one train track across the other train track and it would nice. penetrate several thick layers of cardboard. It was really <laughs> powerful. And I made another one that was like a trebuchet, which was like you had a, a turny bit. So you put... Um, you put a clock spring in and then turn it and then it would flick a one <laughs> out of the... Uh, that was quite... That that wasn't quite so... That didn't do much damage. But, I mean, I used to love Lego. I think maybe that's wow. why I got... I, you know, that's good fun. Anyway, uh, we'll probably gloss over that. And perhaps not such... But it was a bit of a joke one, I guess. But I suppose while we're on the subject of guitars, um, this was also... Intro- oh, no, it's not that one. It's this one. No, it's not even that one. Where is it? Oh, I've lost it. It's not that one. Oh, I don't know no. where it's gone. There it is. There yes. we go. I beg your pardon. Oh, I don't know what's going on with my video switching. It's all gone to pot. So this is the, the new, uh, also amusingly titled, uh, Boss. It's a Wazza Air Bass, which looks, you know, again, this is a very lifestyle marketing video. But this, actually, in guitar form, won our NAMM uh, 2020 Innovative Technology or whatever, I can't remember, guitar thing. can't remember what it was. Really interesting idea. What it does is it's got all the amps in the DSP in the headphones, which work positionally, I think, via Bluetooth with your phone. So give you a kind of sense of the amp being in the room and give you the ability to sort of be playing with it feels like you're actually playing in a space and I've heard it and it was actually really good and they've obviously just brought a bass one out so DSP's in there runs off the phone through app the uh, the, the audio is 2.4 megahertz from the special jack plug you plug in your guitar so it's not latent because the app control is bluetooth and it just seemed like it's, it's actually a really immersive idea and it's almost this we talked about this before with this sort of AR type thing mm. uh, and and we've I've, I've reviewed those uh, Waves headphones that you know you could set up monitoring spaces and turn your head and you get and it's it's all of that but it's also got all of this uh, amp um, modeling and all that other stuff because the boss cosm stuff is actually really good but i i wonder yeah. how it'd be with bass it might be kind of kind of cool i think it's it's a great thing isn't it I, the idea that things move around when you move your head is and um, when you're practicing um i mean i'm not particularly a bass player or a guitar player it'd be kind of cool to have it you know just to be able to plug in everything but 
Um, I think this is definitely the way things will work out in the future. I, I've got a feeling, I could be wrong, but the new version of Unreal Engine, um, which is the thing that powered the gaming engine that powers Fortnite and Final Fantasy and like loads and loads of massive things. There, it's still in beta, but it's a public beta and it's free if anyone's interested in getting involved. It has built into it this incredible synth engine, audio engine, which is a combination. It's a bit like having, is it uh, Reactor in Native Instruments where you can design your own synths? Right. Mm -hmm. You can kind of put an oscillator and everything, you know, so you can, you can, it has oscillators and filters and loads of crazy stuff, which you can just build things. But, around all of that you you can build the triggers and the positioning so not only can you build a synth you can fire the synth sounds or change the filter depending where your head's moving where your controller's moving what you're clicking what you're doing in in this environment so this this engine allows you to do stuff like this it's not just for playing games you could you could you could build a brilliant game as well but it has all of the kind of uh geo bits that, mm. that can alter any parameter based on any input you know so you could plug a midi keyboard in and use it as a synth or you could literally have your head turning and and it's making stuff like this a lot easier so if you can combine impulse responses say from a room uh which is probably what this is geared around and you can take impulse responses from various parts of the room and then literally crossfade them as your head's moving that you don't have to do all the heavy lifting of doing the head moving bit you just have to concentrate on what it sounds like and i think we're going to see because of technology like this it's free as well uh and it's actually free up until quite a generous level of sales. I think you have to do half a million sales before you pay royalties on it. Ah, um, they push it out hard then. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, and I, I got lost. I literally lost about a week building stuff in it <laughs> and then realised I actually had to do some proper work um, and sort of shelved it because it's just wonderful what you can do. Um, and so I, I think, therefore, it's probably not the only one out there that these things will be are e becoming easier to produce and will also become more and more I suspect, uh, yeah, I suspect that the thing about this one is that it's actually um it's it's proprietary it's not going to be yeah it's probably not based what on, i think what i think they should have done is that the head for the base one you have the head ones and then you have some sort of kicker type thing that you wear in a vest that gives yeah. you that real sort of and then you really feel like you're doing it because i mean they're good headphones i mean i did there's a video of me um at nam sort of explaining what it sounds like to somebody because obviously i can't record it because you can't get that in the spatial but i don't know i i, I I know some people that mix with those uh, sub packs and whatnot. And have you tried the spatial audio with with headphones and and, and seeing how it feels? I've in got. Terms of I mean, I've got. Yeah, I've got the Waves plugin and the the little thing that attaches to them. So, and that you know, it works well. It does work. It does surprisingly well because you almost want to be cynical about it, but no, it does work well. Mm. But that's all I've tried. I've I've got um, I've got a friend who who try has got all that the body stuff. Um, I've never tried it, but he swears by it. You know, and um, so uh, I think this. I mean, all of this tech, it just looks looks great. I mean, it's you know, I I just think of all the times in the past when you know, being on the road or, and things where you you'd kill to have something like this where you could just sit and practice and it actually felt sounded like you yeah felt you know sounded like you were actually sat somewhere you know and 
Yes, I think it's I think it's great, and I don't think the price is stupid either. I mean, it's, it's not cheap. Four, about yeah, it's about four four nine US. I mean, I remember when the when yeah. the guitar one came out. I mean, I can't see why there would be any difference between them. I mean, I can't see, and maybe the headphones. Are, I mean, no, maybe the, maybe must, the headphones are tuned differently, but maybe yeah, yeah maybe that. I don't know. But um, the the Wazza Air because we were trying to get one in for review because when we were at Nam, uh, Rob who does all the back office stuff, which he's coming to Berlin, that he handles all the rendering and the editing stuff. He was really excited by this and we tried so hard to get one in for review and it just never came because they were so in demand so they'd sold out almost instantly and they had some really good videos of which perhaps won't work so well with bass but people like Ingrid Malmsteen you know trying it out and th those kind of reaction videos that that generally are a bit cheesy but in this instance you you really got the sense that they, they were just going oh my goodness or, or wow man you know whatever mm -hmm. check the one with Ingrid Malmsteen and the was air he's really I mean because he looks like a heavy metal Elvis. He's an interesting, uh, <laughs> uh, interesting guy. Well, that's good old yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good stuff. So yeah, maybe this will be mean that we're actually kind of uh, yeah, we're kind of getting somewhere closer. But I think until it's open source, like I say, Dom, that it is with that engine you mentioned. Um, what was it called again? It's the uh, it's un Unreal Engine. So Unreal it's, it's Engine. massive because it's it, you build games on it, but it's it's taken on a new dimension. And I think we've seen a couple of examples of it. Do you remember there was a modular in virtual reality where you could do stuff, you showed a video. I'm pretty sure that was built in it. Um, and it, it's free to download. Don't let it put you off. Even if you're not that geeky, it's it's designed for normal people to build stuff in. So even if you just want well, to build a, a uh, one oscillator synth, it's amazing. Aren't we? Uh, apparently, there's uh, what well, I can't remember what it's a te tele t photo photogrammetry is is a thing now, isn't it? Where now there's this point where apps are being designed to run on your iPhone that means that you can take a picture of, you know, you can scan your mug or whatever, an object, and then bring that into Unreal Engine and have it oh, render. And so, amazing. you know, the, the, yeah, yeah. the ability to be able to scan stuff and bring it in and then put it into an environment yeah. is becoming much, much easier because obviously it's fine working in 3D, but making 3D models is really hard. You've got to yeah. think incredibly far outside that it's just very very difficult mm. to get your head around the space it takes a certain amount of skill but th this new technology and i can't remember it's photogrammetry photo yeah i forgot what the what the wow. term of it is perhaps the chair uh, will allow right. this to be just you just go okay put it on a table spin it round, stop do your thing export Done. a dxf or whatever the descriptive file is and also if you're moving the camera around you could actually have it map the path of the camera that you're holding around the object into the 3D oh, stuff. So this sort of stuff superb. is getting really close. It's that's close, close, I mean, that's close. kind of why I like the sound bit because I'm useless at drawing pictures or modeling 3D stuff. But with the, I mean, you, the, it, there are loads of Unreal imported things you can start with. So you could literally import a room and then as you walked around the room, you could adjust the cutoff filter of one of the oscillators of the synth and stuff, you know, just really trivial stuff. But yeah, it's, it's definitely becoming easy. Actually, augmented reality, the Le Lego are missing a trick on that. If I can have a drum machine on the back of my cereal packet, think of what I could do with a decent Lego modular system just with an augmented reality reading in the stuff yeah. that I've built. That's quite yeah, sick. sod 3D printing. Cool. Just build it in Lego and then just point exactly. your camera at it. Pops out the other end, yeah. What the hell, yeah. Can I, can I, can I, just, can I just interact with a really high-tech question? Of course. Uh, my batteries are about to run on my laptop. Can I just nip and get my uh, charger from up in the house? Please? Yes, I think you can. We're, we're nearly at the end. We're nearly at the end. I know, end. but I literally but... have 5%. So okay, I all right. Literally... I, I, I will try and uh, we'll, we'll try. I'm going. So, He's going. He's going. He's going. Off he goes. Right. <laughs> so we're going to hear a kind of like. 
door opening and then a... God, thank goodness it was only that high tech. I was getting worried for a moment. Yeah, yeah. I can answer questions like that. I think, I think you're right, Dom. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of this kind of stuff. I mean, we had to touch upon it before. I mean, I'd love to maybe do a... I, I, I did intend to do a piece with game, for, um, game music and game sound composers mm. about how they're working in, you know, in, in, in the current generation of, you know, PlayStations, yeah. Xboxes and, and whatnot, you know, because all of this stuff is happening with 3D headsets and whatnot. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a very interesting... I don't know whether your kid's got any of that stuff. My daughter doesn't. But I, the, the, when I've tried it, I found it very disconnected Combobulated because you're in a sort of meta universe and it's really yeah. difficult to to kind of figure it's, out it's, I mean, the physical feedback I, and the sensory feedback thing. 100%. I, I shied away from being one an, an early adopter on the PC-based kind of Vive style stuff and Oculus, but we did get a PlayStation VR. And to be honest, uh, Louis May's nine, my daughter, but I kind of pushed her into it because it, I think they released Minecraft on it and we were both building mine i was i was i did a video and i was building like a drum machine in minecraft and stuff i thought well, it'd be great if we do this and it's it's incredible it really is it's a it's amazing what you can do but in terms of building stuff for it it just adds that extra i mean it really does add that extra dimension because you've got positional cues as well as timing cues um and so before when you were designing music for games you would have the cues that would fire off uh to trigger the music so something would happen and music would play then you'd have sound effects like guns and stuff where it would obviously position right around yeah, your head yeah. be going on but they weren't they didn't cross over that much so in general the sound designers were giving you here are all the sound cues off you go and wire them up and i think now it's much more of a case of uh for example, you know, as you as you go into the tunnel, the high cut filter will be coming in, and the, and mm. the sound designer will be doing that, as or the composer will be doing that, because it will be an inherent part of the score that he's making. You know, which is just yeah, brilliant. I suppose. Absolutely well, I, I suppose yeah. I mean, this is all tying in with Atmos, isn't it? I mean, that Dolby Atmos. Yeah. I mean, this the, the, there's going to be a point where it all converges and everything is done that way. I haven't spoken to you, Ty, because I mean, obviously Atmos. Lots of people. Yoad's got an Atmos room. Uh, you know, I know that there's a, a guy, another guy uh, with us, uh, Steve Evans. Who he's built a system. Are you being pressured or being asked to provide mixes in Atmos for the stuff that you're doing for media yet? Not yet. No. I mean, it's kind of on the horizon, but no, not yet. No. Is that uh, something you're? Are you gonna? Are you gonna go for that, or are you gonna just go? You know what? Uh, I don't know. Is the answer to be fair? I mean, you know, I mean, I I like working in surround, but, you know, normal surround, but uh, I just uh, mm, mm. a lot of actually, if I have to, yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think if I have to, then, then, you know, kind of, it's one of those, but as I said before, I'm kind of coming to the point in uh, career wise where I'm trying to do less and trying to, um, from that point of view. I don't want to yeah. say sit here and go semi-retire, but you know, I, I want no, to be doing want less. Yeah, and okay. and it's it's like one of those things where I will hold out, I think, as much as I can, uh, because there's there's just other issues when you start working in that kind of um, surround and atmos and an environment. And from my point of view, they're less to do with musical. You know, for me, I keep saying it's all about the musicality of everything, and and um, yeah, they're, like, they're you know they're not really musical issues. And so I'd rather just, I'd, I'd quite happily just mix in stereo for a forever and a day, really, and just make it all about, you know, in, my, in, my, in my head. But if I have to, I will. But no, I'm not being pressured into it yet, so, which is good. 
Okay, well, um, I'm going to just run this little one past uh, everybody because we have occasional what have you discovered recently workflow or plugin or use some gear that you just figured out or something nifty that you kind of go, oh, have you checked this out? And I, I, I was going to go first because I've got a couple of things. Uh, I, I did mention this briefly in the pre-show, but uh, what I will do, so I'm going to start with uh, this. This is a, uh, it's a mic sanitizer, and basically you put your mic in it you switch it on and it's got uh, UVC and ozone and it just basically sanitizes the thing. I know that Ty mentioned it um, at the beginning of the show. I think while we were on it, I can't remember now. But I thought that was that, that's what we're going to be using for Superbooth. It's just a bit of extra kind of safety for, as we say. And also it's kind of, I was wondering what else I could put in it, but I don't think there is, uh, but it's this thing. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to it. That's my, one of my picks, but I've got another pick as well, just because, uh, now let me see. So that's, that guy it's the viola wave grenade and also this thing is really cool i don't know if you've seen these this is like a usb a usb c powered 15.6 monitor so it's exactly the same as my laptop it's one cable uh, powers it and sends the uh, sends the signal down so I can expand my desktop and it's you know ultra thin half an inch thick so I can put it in with that so it gives me a, an extra screen basically which is just going to be really handy for super have you noticed there's that little hole I don't know if you can see that there's a little tiny hole in the um, in the bottom corner which actually is really neat so you could rather than bring that case with it you could just stick a pencil or a pen through it and it'll just stand up it's just a really nifty bit of design really That's neat good. bit of design i'm going to post it bizarrely i bought this um a couple of weeks ago and it's gone up by about 40 quid so i, I put the link in the show notes but that's kind of cool that one's called a i think it's called a u uh what's it called u perfect upgrade 15.6 mobile monitor and it's yeah you can get 4k ones as well but the fact that i like the fact that it just runs off a single wire off a current mac or a thunderbolt equipped thing uh i don't know if anyone nice. else has got anything uh dom have you uh, did you have anything uh at the last minute a couple of things now i might have mentioned this one before i've got a couple but um I may have well have mentioned this one before, but it's worth mentioning again. This is a monitor style stand off of. Uh, can I get it in the picture a bit? Better? Yep, I can see it. Got From, loads of them. Uh, Amazon, and they're like 23 quid, and they're super strong. Mm -hmm. And they're really good for putting drum machines on, and I'm really bad at framing it. Hold on, there you go. Um, and they're super strong, so you can literally, I could put your deluge on there, laptops, all sorts, it's kind of that. So I'll, I will go to the YouTube uh, version of this after the show's finished, and I'll put the link to I'm just Amazon looking, without, I'm looking without, to see if I can yeah. find one. Uh, There's on a few Amazon. up there, but it was literally 23 quid, which as a, as a stand for stuff, if you've got loads of little doorless stuff around, is, is epic. And, is it an iPad stand? Uh, is, it, is that what it's designed mm, for? No, it's more like a laptop, really. It's really um, it's a it's laptop to clear stand. the laptop off your, off your desk so you can put ah, bits Here we go. Is yeah, this there it? There you go. Looks this one like here. It. If it's That's like 25 quid. There you go. Yeah. You see all... Yeah. You see all those? Am I pointing in the right direction? There's a yeah. Well, hang on a minute. Yeah, that way. See that MS twenty whatever it is module? That's on one of those. That thing? No, hang on a minute. That way. That's something. Whatever that is, dreadbox thing. That's on one of those. There's loads of them all around me. I've got a soma thing over there on one. They're fantastic. They're really, really good. And as Dom Very said, adjustable they take as well. Yeah, they're fantastic. They hold their they hold their um, position really well. They're great, oh, and you don't neat. you don't have to pay any music biz tax on them, which yeah. is neat. cool. 
Nice one. Uh, and That's the other thing isn't, isn't something cool, but I've managed to find one of these. Oh, my God. Wow. On eBay. Drop and that. I've got a pack of uh, 80s glam Sharpies and some stickers. Uh, I'm going to make a new monitoring little monitoring station so I can plug my SP404 into it and do 80s and 90s style hip-hop jams into my into my uh, jam box. So that's uh, that's my next plan. That actually oh, links in with what I've... That's actually links in with what I've discovered. Oh, cool. Yeah, because what I've discovered is that uh, I'm crap. I used to be good. Um, so so what happened with, uh, you know, people that know, so my mum passed during the summer, and so clearing out a house and things, I found all of these cassettes. And, of course, my mum and dad kept all the cassettes of everything that I've ever done. And uh, so last week I decided, oh, great, I should go and listen to them, expecting to listen to all this stuff and go, ha, 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 look at me, wasn't I crap then? And it didn't quite work out like that. What I've realised is I peaked at about 23, 24, and I was listening to all this music that I'd written and recorded and everything, and it was bloody brilliant and i literally turn around to my system working on this david attenborough thing and listen to what i was doing now going god this is crap oh, and um so so yeah i realized that i peaked in 1991 uh, 92 i peaked i was actually good then and, well, um, many of us did, Ty. It's not. Yeah. It's nothing to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, so basically, so what's what's happened since then is I've been I've been living on the dregs of my creative life since. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but of course, ironically, as we all know, all of that really fantastic, wonderful stuff paid me absolutely no money whatsoever back in 91, 92, That's 93. So always it's, uh, away. Always yeah, away. exactly. Uh, but no, it's, it's great to have all these cassettes. It's amazing. So. Well, also, it yeah. made you who, you who you are. You know, every bit of that is rubbed off on you today. So it's you know, not completely. Uh, but not but the, 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 no, no. But the, the problem is, I genuinely thought 